So, late breaking news. Uh, Michael, would you please open a Twitter client of your choice? Oh, no way! And would you please look up the user? C-A-S-E-Y-L-I-S-S. That's verified. You got it. Look How at you. How about them apples? Look at you now. So I'm sitting here organizing on Slack with you when we're going to record. And for various reasons, which we may or may not get into, that really aren't that big a deal. We're, we're recording a little bit early tonight. And as I'm sitting there and playing with Declan, kind of waiting for you to respond or whatever, I see a notification pop up. And it's a new follower, which for a long time I had turned off. But during the time when we were fighting it out over who's Twitter cooler, uh, I had the follow notifications turned back on. I forgot to turn them back off. So anyway, so it says verified accounts yeah, yeah. followed you. I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I look myself up and guess who has a blue check mark now? What's up? So All right. So the how about reason for this, I assume is because of Twitter's new verification (laughs) policy, which was announced today. Right. So I go running downstairs, right? And I say to Erin, because she was uh, visiting with a friend of of ours that that happened to be over. um, Well, originally a friend of hers, but now a friend of ours. Anyway, the point being, um, she's visiting with this friend. I go running downstairs. Erin, 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 Erin. Guess what? I'm verified now. She says, oh, my God. How'd you do that? Well, they let you ask for it now. Oh. Well, doesn't that take away a little? No, it doesn't matter. I'm verified now. That's all that matters. So, okay. So here's the thing. In case you, you probably know this by now, but Twitter today, as we're recording, which is the 19th of July, opened up their verification system partly, right? Mm-hmm. Now, instead of you being ordained even the ability <laughs> to be verified, which I think was pretty much only if you worked in the media. Yeah. It seemed like you could have like 10 followers, but if you worked for a newspaper, you'd get verified. Um, they are now, they've now opened this up. It's probably like, I don't know, for a few reasons, I guess it maybe helps with harassment stuff, abuse stuff, people trying to spoof you, pretending that you're someone else, like someone pretending that they're you, that kind of stuff. Um, I assume that's part of the reason that they've done this, especially because uh, over the last couple of days, Twitter's been under uh, heat um, for some harassment issues uh, in regards to is one of the ladies who is yes. in the Ghostbusters. I that's don't remember correct. her name. Oh, give me a second. I'll look it up. Oh, uh, Leslie Jones. Oh, you just beat me. That's right. Um, I'll put an article in the show notes um, that BuzzFeed wrote up, uh, basically going through. She's been going through a bunch of harassment um, because people were morons, uh, actually more than morons. Yeah, people I was going to say that I can't, I can't even say uh, on the air. Um, I think partly because she is in the movie, and then partly just to pile on. I think you know, um, it's been a bit, it's been nasty stuff, and so I think Twitter has been under uh, kind of heavy fire, and like people have been throwing a lot of shade at Twitter, quite rightly, for not really seeming to do much. You know, like I see a lot of people say things along the lines of like Twitter aren't fixing their harassment problem. And I think that like it's an unfixable problem, but they're also not doing anything. Yep. Right? Completely they, agree. So like they Twitter can never fix this. There is no fix for this. Like I can't imagine a way that you can stop people in like a free speech environment 
from saying this stuff. You can take away their ability after they've said it if you don't want, you know, if you have guidelines. But there's kind of no way to completely stop this. But what they can do, which is what they haven't been doing, and so I think what the headlines are getting at is they're not doing anything. Right? Yeah. They, they've yep. just been sitting on their hands for the whole time. Well, but they've been making super important features like all of the ones that none of us can think of. Oh, Twitter moments. There you go. Or the Engage app or mm. whatever they call mm-hmm. it. Um, so, you know, they, they have finally done something and this is a good something, which is the ability to open up verification for anyone who wants to apply. Uh, and you got in like basically immediately, right? And, and I yep. want to know why have you applied to be verified? Because I'm a loser. <laughs> is, it, is it just to make you feel good? I think that's 80% true. Um, I don't, I, I probably should have thought more about this to be honest, um, prior to coming on the show, but it, it really did just happen. And so the timeline was, uh, four hours ago, as I sit here tonight, um, uh, the first, let me, let me try to make sure I get this right. Uh, some, a couple of people tweeted at me to say, um, that Twitter is is allowing you to apply for your own verification. And so the first person that I think I see is Ryan Morey, um, and I hope I pronounced that properly, uh, and a handful of other people had said the same thing. Hey, 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 and actually said to both of us, hey, you can get, um, you can get verified now. And thankfully and luckily, I'm ha- I was having a relatively slow day at work, and so I pretty much immediately uh, jumped in and filled out the form. And the form basically amounted to make sure you have all these things uh, set up in your Twitter account, a bio, a cover image, a photo, uh, blah, 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 your birthday, which was a little bit weird, but whatever. Um, And then fill out uh, 500 characters or less. Why do you think you deserve to be verified? Which, by the way, was extremely uncomfortable for me. Even though... What did you say? Oh, shoot. I don't think I have it. I, I will tell to, you what I said. So I'll, I can give you the broad strokes. I don't yeah. think I have it word for word. But the broad strokes were, um, God, this is really embarrassing, but I'm going to go for it because it's a that's safe why place. I, that's why I have also up front, whilst also being embarrassed about it, will also say to you what I said, right? So okay. we're going to be all good here. We're going to okay. squared away. All right. So I said something along the lines of, um, I host a weekly podcast that has n number of weekly listeners. I have a, a blog that's read, um, you know, n number of hits a month. I am part of the Relay FM network. Hand on heart, I put that in there. Part of the Relay FM yeah. network um, that includes verified users such as um, uh, Jason Snell and CGP Gray. And I had name dropped Marco in the ATP section. And I feel nice name like, drop. I didn't think to name drop. Yeah, should have totally name dropped. So, um, so I was and what to, links did you include? Ah, right. I forgot about that. You are absolutely right. So that you could include up to five links um, that kind of impart upon Twitter not only who you are, but why you deserve to be. You are. Right, right, right. So I, I included, oh, honestly, I considered linking to my own Twitter bio, but decided against <laughs> it just because I thought they might get really mad at me. Oh, goodness, goodness. So I linked to ATP, well, to my blog, to ATP, to Relay's people page for me, to Analog, and to Makerbase. And I don't know that anyone really pays attention to Makerbase, but I thought, you know what, it can't hurt. And so I linked to those five. I had said, you know, I'm part of this podcast with a verified user. I'm part of this this network with two verified users. And I have a well-read, well, I mean, reasonably well-read blog and, uh, and you know, and, and a show that's listened to pretty darn well. 
And uh, thanks for your consideration. And that's how I ended it. And you needed to also upload verifica- photo verification that you are you. So luckily, I had in one password a scan of the front and back of my driver's license. I um, occluded the actual license number because I felt like that was a little bit shady to, to actually send all that to them, but left everything else visible and sent it on. And they said, okay, we'll email you in you know a day or two and let you know. And then fast forward to a few minutes ago when I saw that follow and then checked my email and it says, congratulations, Caseless is now verified. So it didn't, it only took a few hours or so. Yeah, because it was you. noon, one You o'clock. got in quick, right? I yeah, think. that's the thing. So I jumped in. I, I don't know when the Verge article was posted offhand, and it doesn't really matter, but I would assume I was within the first half hour, maybe even the first like 15 minutes, uh, thanks to these people that were tweeting at me. Uh, very, very quickly, I jumped in on it. And um, that was, to my recollection, somewhere between noon and one, my time, and I got verified about 6.15 my time so it was literally moments before the show started airing um so i'm i'm very excited about that but i guess uh, i guess a lot of people had had troubles a lot of the relay folks were were trying to fill out the same form like yourself and i'm curious to hear what you had written but um apparently it had troubles like getting through either to the form or submitting the form uh which was really unfortunate but i'm happy i'm happy to have gotten in it does sort of take away a little bit that i requested it but damn it i'm still happy about my blue check mark so how did you what was your scenario what was your story what did you fill out so I saw it round about the same time you did, I think, like because people were tweeting at both of us. I guess because we talk about this stuff on the show all the time. Yeah, because um, we're obsessed with ourselves. Yeah, because we're you know this is just the worst of the worst. But <laughs> this is what's happening. Um, Will, uh, listen to Will sent sent the link to us both. I think that was the first time I saw it. So I saw it. I read the article and I was like, Nah, I'm not going to do this. Like this oh, is. Psh. I thought this was like, even for even for me this is bad, right? Was my initial thinking. I was like, Please. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm so self obsessed and so self important that I'm gonna demand that I'm verified, right? I oh, I was... had no such qualms. And actually, I would like to amend my earlier statement. It was Will Sigmon that was the first person to uh, tweet at me. I'm sorry, I couldn't Good find work, that well. earlier. Well, yes, to both of us and uh, Vitici and, and Steven as well. So thank you, Will. Uh, were it not for you and and also Ryan, uh, I probably would not be verified right this moment. So anyway, carry on. So, but And then we, I saw people talking about it in the Slack and I saw that you did it. And then I was like, if Casey's done it, I can't let him beat me. <laughs> oh, well. Right. That, that, that out, was part of it. And then I was like, then... Then I saw about this four hundred word thing, and I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not going to sit and like oh, so justify myself so to someone." Uncomfortable. Right? I thought this is ridiculous. Um, like this is a this is a problem I have with the XOXO registration, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that you kind of have to justify yourself to someone. Sure. And I know why they do it. I totally agree with the reason that they do it. But when I f- have filled in the survey for XOXO, I'm like, "This is what I do for a living." Like I don't talk about how amazing it would be for me to be there and that sort of stuff not that i'm saying you shouldn't Mm -hmm. but i just i just think to myself like nobody should really have to beg you to give you close to a thousand dollars right like i know why you do it but Mm -hmm. i think all it should really be is people just give factual information so you know you're not going to get a bunch of spammers coming through the door which is what they do it for which i agree with but anyway so uh i wasn't going to do it, and then I started thinking about it, and then my self-importance kicked in, 
and I went and filled the survey out. boy. So the words that I typed in there, uh, I went for a slightly different tack to you. Um, we both basically wrote things that we thought Twitter would want to see, mm-hmm. right? Um, you went the route of name dropping. Uh, that's not entirely true. Name dropping was an accessory to touting my own self-importance. Yeah, well, I mean, I touted my own self-importance. But the, so, yeah, I did that as well. Like I said, I, I'm a co-founder of the Real FM Network. I'm a podcaster. I speak to tens of thousands of people, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I did the self-importance thing. But the, the sugar on the cake, which is not a metaphor, the cherry on top, I guess, you went for name <laughs> dropping. I went for, why are Twitter doing this? I thought to myself, like, what do they want to do? What do they want people to do this for? Like, why have they introduced this? So I was like, I just want to make sure that when I talk to my listeners over Twitter, they know it's me. Oh, I see what you did there. Nicely done. That was so both equally bad, right? Oh, terrible. Just we are, we are I, the I don't worst. care if people think that. They know if it's me or not. And it's not like I'm in the situation where people are running around making accounts pretending to be me. But I figured that it was the route that I would go down. Again, there are people that really need it for this. This makes me a slightly bad person. I apologize. Um, but I'm self-important and come on, this is a safe space. So (laughs) that was the route that I went down. I have filled out the the survey. The links to myself, I, the first link was to my Relay FM people page because I guess that is the culmination of all the work that I do. Wait, wait, hold on. But does that make it obvious? I don't, I'm trying to find your people page right now. Um, Does that make it obvious you're a co-founder or is that just like the same generic page? Well, I told them that. Uh, see, I think I would have linked to the about page on Relay were it me. I figured that. I figured that, but decided to go people page instead. But just because it shows everything that I do, I don't know. Fair but play, but I think I would have. I would have gone with the about. It does page say just... co-founder on my people page. Yeah, that's. True. I have a little. I have a little mm-hmm, bio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. But then I dropped the A bomb. The second link. My Wikipedia page. Wait, you have your own Wikipedia page? Yeah, man. Did I know that? Uh, I don't know. Oh, man. Now I'm jelly again. Oh, that's no fair. Wow, look at you go. Yeah, I don't have my own Wikipedia page. I don't think Syracuse does either. No, he doesn't, which makes me laugh. Because uh, yeah, I've heard also, him complain yeah. about it. And yep. uh, I do. I have one. And it's it's it, it's been deleted once <laughs> and then brought back. Uh, and it was deleted because it didn't really have anything mm-hmm. on it. Um, and then it got deleted, and then the person who created the page in the first place, I believe, uh, maybe got a notification about it, or something happened, and then he filled it out a little bit more, um, and now it seems to be okay. And it's kind of piggybacking on the Relay FM Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it seems like I've got that. that and then I also linked to michaelswright.com for, I don't know why, I just figured I would do that as well, because I guess it's my own <laughs> website. Uh, oh, goodness. But yeah, so that there we go. What do you think of that? So that's my terrible nature, and then I also did, like, I think maybe out of the two of us, the worst thing that anybody did was linking to their Wikipedia page. Oh, no, I, I disagree. Well, it's, it's the best worst, right? Because I was just about to say to you, I strongly disagree with you not linking to the, the Relay About page. I think you should have done that. I understand your reasoning. I totally get it. But if it were me, I would have linked to the About page. But, oh, come on. Your own Wikipedia page? Boom. Nailed it. Yeah, because it's difficult to get one. Oh, yeah. And it's difficult to, to, 
stop it from going away. Mm-hmm. No, you nailed it. That That is well done, sir. But uh, I haven't been approved yet. Eh, you're probably just lower in the queue. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't worry about it. I'm going to savor these few hours. Not yeah. only that I'm Twitter cooler than you, but I'm Twitter cooler than Syracusa too. And oh, oh yeah, because I guess he's. Has, have oh, you spoken yeah. to him about this yet? I assume I, he's. I tweeted. Or I, I said something in our private room in the relay Slack that we use for the three of us, even though the show isn't on relay. But that's neither here nor there. And I said we're verified. There Don't was some time at some point that I was going through our admin and it gave a list of the rooms. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know it could do. And it just yep. said accidental. And I was like, <laughs> those punks <laughs> get their own space. Right. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so I, this is a safe space. I very shortly after having received my blue check mark, went on my phone because I was no longer in front of my computer, went to the ATPFM account, Mm-hmm. Went to the nine or the following, you know, who this account is following, and took a little screenshot of Mark <laughs> and I having a blue check mark That's and perfect. John and John without. And further late breaking news: something was said in the room. Oh, Marco just said nice, very emphatically, but just said nice. So nothing from Syracuse. You says should uh, you should tell John. Oh, by the way, did you know that Mike has a Wikipedia page? <laughs> oh, no. oh, we are truly terrible human beings. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, so late breaking news. I'm, I, I would love it. And I am hopeful that during the show, in fact, you should turn on Twitter tweetbot notifications for follows just in case during the show you get verified because that would be just truly beautiful. So there we go. We are the worst. Uh, we really care about this stuff because we're terrible people. But <laughs> we I, are I think truly that terrible. People. I assume by now you will like this, right? That's why you're still here. Well, until this episode. So whilst we are being the most self-important people, I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. The Twitter showdown. Oh, God, it's so sad now. Have you taken a look? I don't know what's happening in my world right now, mm-hmm. but we went from uh, two weeks ago, it being back and forward for a few days, and we were like, oh, it's going to be like this for a while. Yep. I have just, I'm on a jet stream. You are. I'm over 130 people ahead of you now. I don't know what happened because it is exactly as you said. And there were a couple of people on Twitter that were pinging us from time to time following this, which I thought was adorable. But, yeah, um, love you. I love all of you people. Yep. So we, we were going back and forth. Like I would go up five to 10, and then Mike would march back down to like literally one. And then I would march back up to like five to 10, and then it would mm-hmm. be two. And then five to ten, and then one. And then eventually you finally crossed very briefly. And that was right before we recorded the last episode, right? Yeah, and then by the end of the episode, it crossed back again. Right. And so then it went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I don't recall specifically what day it was, but it was like a switch flipped. And all of a sudden, you were off to the races, and it was all over. And I will never cross you again. But, I mean, let's be honest. At least I'm verified. hey oh, hey oh. In a way, honestly... I am happier that you got it first. <laughs> I would be so bad. For, for this reason. Because I if, be I, got first, oh, I, if be I got it first, if I got it first, it would have been terrible. All right. So just to really put a period on the sentence of look how obsessed with ourselves we are. Why don't you tell me about the weather these days, Mike? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know what has happened to my country. So what? So apparently the apocalypse is happening in your country. So what is an average temperature in the... Temperature um, scale of your choice. What is an average temperature for middle of July in London? Well, I guess maybe last week or the end of this week, mm-hmm. 
uh, it's in kind of the mid twenties. That is that's British summertime, right? Twenty degrees Celsius, which is so, well, let's say twenty five degrees Celsius. Okay, okay. Which is I'm waiting on Wolfram Alpha to do the computation. Just use Google, man. It's seventy seven degrees, which is actually beautiful. To be honest, that's like perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a great summertime weather for us uh, because we have like humidity is not great here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm at sixty six percent humidity right now, mm-hmm. and it's midnight. Oh uh, God! Yeah, it's, t- it's it's tough, right? Being, like, being on I, an island has its problems. Yeah, it's yeah, it's we're we're going through it right now. Uh, outside, right now, it's midnight. It's twenty two degrees <laughs> Celsius. Okay. In my house right now, like mm-hmm. inside my house, I'm loading up my canary because it will tell me the temperature. Um, it is currently it is thirty degrees Celsius. What? That's 86 degrees in the house. In the house. Why don't you turn on air conditioning? And right now, I am in a room with all the windows and doors closed. You're a maniac. Oh my God, you're a maniac. What else can I do? Open the darn windows. No, because there's too much noise. Oh, see, living in the city. I am a slave to the audio. Mm. It's like I could do this, right? I've got a fan on right now. But like, it it ruins everything. I can't hear it. Yeah, but I'm worried it will come through. That's the thing. I think I could take it out quite nicely, quite easily. But if I couldn't, I would never forgive myself. So the fan's just gone off again. But it that felt real good for those few seconds. <laughs> so I will... Uh... So here's the thing, right? I, I, I just want to make one more point, and then I have a really important thing that I need to say, which is probably already too late by this point. So it is incredibly hot here right now for England. Like, we are all dying. We're going to be, I think... Tomorrow is going to get up to like 34 degrees Celsius. Um, there is no good place to be. Inside, outside, nothing's good right now. You know, me and Adina right now, we are sleeping. We are attempting to sleep in a house that is 30 degrees Celsius. It's tough. And the reason that we are dealing with this is because we only get this a couple of days a year if we ever get it, right? This sort of temperature. So nothing here is built to be able to deal with it because what our houses are built for is to retain heat. Oh, right? God. Because that's what they need to do. Oh, no. Oh, no, right? Michael. Because, but that's what I want them to do. I want the house that I'm in to retain heat because I have to live with this for a few days a year. The rest of the time, I want the heat retained. That is a thing that is important here. So I already know that I've gotten people telling me this. I get this every time. People contacting me from Australia telling me it's 40 degrees Celsius. People in Nevada telling me it's 38. All of these places are built to deal with the heat. Right? They're all built to deal with it. Right. England, nothing in England is built to deal with the heat. I expect that these days, like new, relatively luxury, like nice houses, probably have air conditioning to do heat and cool, because why not? Right? Mm-hmm. It's... I assume that a lot of places have central air now instead of central heating. I don't know this. I just assume this um, because why not? Because it is warming up here now, right? Like our summers are getting hotter. I'm feeling it. Like every year now they're getting hotter and hotter. Right, right. So, you know, that's kind of how it is. Like I might consider when we buy a place, maybe investing in like a nice window air conditioning unit. I don't even know if you can get them here. Um, just something that we could bring out in the summer, right? Like they have in sure. New York City and stuff. Yeah, and those um, work surprisingly well, especially yeah. if you keep it contained to a not to like not the entire house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They they work pretty darn well. You'd be surprised. So I would get something like that for our bedroom, maybe. I, I don't know. Like I would look into it. 
I'm also looking into better fans than the ones that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's this, there's a Dyson one, which is which does hot air and cold air. Oh, I didn't know that the the big circle one. It's it's like that one, but it's a big oval. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. I think I have seen that. So it's a that. tower version. So we're looking at that. They're really expensive. Good, you don't say. They're like four hundred pounds. Oh god. Yeah, but we're considering it because if it does radiating heat. And cold, like that, could be useful for us all year round. So mm-hmm. we're looking at it, right? We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna investigate that a little bit more. Uh, it won't be good enough for this current little heat wave that we're dealing with, but at least we'll have it for the rest of the summer because we won't get it here in time. Now, unfortunately, not on Prime. If they were on Prime, there'd already be one on the way to my house. <laughs> so now we're going to investigate the right one to buy, as opposed sure. to just getting the impulse buy. See, we're not built for this, right? Like nothing here is made to deal with this. So we just all kind of have to deal with it for a few days but considering the type of work that i do it sucks for me like adina like she's just putting more hours in at work right now because work is air conditioned (laughs) you know and like i can't really do anything like today i've considered going outside to catch some pokemon but it was way hotter outside than it was inside so i stayed inside and depending on where we are in my house in the daytime like the downstairs area at the back of the house mm-hmm. is pretty much cool in the daytime. So that's fine. I just sit and work in there. Right, right. But then when I come to record, this is this room is just the worst. It's like a sauna right now. I'm I am literally dripping with sweat. So you've got that image for oh, you, hot. ladies and gentlemen. So um so the air conditioning in the upstairs is set to twenty four and a half degrees Celsius, which is seventy seven degrees in the sane temperature scale. The downstairs, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me, that was the downstairs. The up to, upstairs is set to seventy six, um, and because I feel like I just need a hint more air moving, a little secret that I've never told you or Marco. I actually typically have a ceiling fan on when I record. Now, to be fair, it's on very, very, very low, so it's just, it, I can barely feel the air moving. I don't think a ceiling fan would probably make as much noise as a air conditioner. Oh, that's very true. Fan. Yeah, you're right. But uh, you know, I feel like James May on uh, which episode was it? It was the America episode, I believe, when they were going from Miami to New Orleans, and he just needed to change the air conditioning just that teeny little bit, just to uh, make himself that much more comfortable. Meanwhile, the other two were just puddles of water. Um, no, th- that's, I, I don't know if I would be able to do it if I were you all, all snark and joking aside, I would, I would die. I cannot handle being hot. It drives, I mean, it drives everyone nuts, but I am a baby when it comes to that. So I feel for you. So th- th- is there no, like you couldn't go to a restaurant Do restaurants typically not have air conditioning either. I mean, I could, but there's nothing around here. Uh, I gotcha. Know? Okay. Is the tube a complete disaster in the summer? It's getting better, actually. Okay. More and more of the tube is air-conditioned now. Oh, interesting, because Manhattan, well, anywhere I'd ever travel in Manhattan, the subway is completely unair-conditioned and easily 10 to 20 degrees warmer in the summer than whatever it is on the street. So it is there. Are, there is one line that is one of the busiest lines that is just horrific, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's nobody comes out alive. Like, it's just so, <laughs> so, so bad. Um, but the line that I'm on, the line that I would go on the most, they've basically recently replaced the trains. Oh, like they've okay. put new trains in, um, on the whole line and they're all air conditioned and they're just long tubes. There's no individual carriages. Um, mm. and if you ever seen those buses that are like two buses yep, with yep, yep. the, they're basically those, but trains. So it's one long carriage is the best one long carriage 
Oh, um, interesting. So you get more seats in, and also it's easier to get a seat because you can just walk down the whole train until you find one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really love those. They're great rather than the individual train cars. Uh, but they, as well as having just great airflow because it's one long tube, uh, they also will have air conditioning in them as well. So they're really great. Unfortunately, uh, that's that's not everywhere. But that's coming. Like the the whole of the underground is planned to be air conditioned. Unfortunately, I just don't live on the underground. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, well, I am sorry to hear that. I, I can't imagine. I mean, I would do anything in my power to surround myself with fans or find a family member or friend that has has air conditioning and just move in with them, whether they wanted me to or not. I mean, this is the thing, right? Like, I could probably turn this fan on and it would be okay. Like, when we were recording Connected earlier, it was way hotter than it is now. Mm-hmm. And there were parts where I just turned the fan on and muted my microphone while the guys were chatting. Um, and there was one moment where I unmuted my microphone and didn't turn the fan off for mm-hmm. like five or six seconds. And I noted it down to edit it out and I couldn't hear it. Oh, so you should be fine. But that was with an area that wasn't completely noise gated. Like what about areas where I'm talking? Right. Because like, right, right. I wasn't talking. So like I just don't. The thing is, I do this for you all. And I know that sounds so dumb, but like all you have is the audio. This is my job. I've I hardly have a difficult job, right? Like in the grand scheme of things, sure. I don't commute anymore. Like I will suffer the heat for a few hours a day to do the best that I can with my job, and the best that I can now do with my job is just creating a show that sounds good. And if you just keep hearing that in the background. Like I can't, as a listener to shows, I can't stand it. If I hear a show that has an, uh, a fan in it and it's being gated, so you only hear it when someone's talking, like I, I have to bow out because I can't deal with that. Um, and I assume that there are many people that are the same. So I'll just deal with the sweat for a little bit and keep talking to you about it, and saying you'll feel sick, and then we're all good. <laughs> well, I do appreciate that, and and you know, one of the biggest compliments. I'm not doing it for you. Oh, I'm doing it for listeners. Oh, well, I, I'm a listener too, and I appreciate it. In fact, I was listening oh, to Oh, right, Connected. the other shows. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. I was listening to Connected uh, before I left work today. Um, so one of the biggest compliments that someone can pay a podcaster, to me anyway, this is the way I feel, is, oh my God, how do you guys sound so good? And I've yeah. heard that from us. I've heard that from ATP. Or, you know, the kind of negative spin on this is, oh man, I can't listen to any other shows except those on Relay and ATP or what have you um, because everything else sounds like garbage. Yeah, and, I completely agree with that. It's, it's one of the best, very, very best compliments you can be given as a podcaster. Yeah, uh, and so it is wonderful to hear that. And 99% of the time, like Mike said, it's uh, it's a somewhat significant financial investment one time. Um, unless you know Marco, in which case you're constantly changing. But uh, one time, it's a fairly significant investment. And then after that, it's fine. No big deal. But on occasion, you do you take one for the team and you do what's right. And so, Mike, thank you for taking one for the team, uh, for the listeners and for this show. And uh, speaking of things that are awesome, like you taking one for the team, what else is awesome these days? Pingdom is awesome. Yeah, you can are. start monitoring your own website or server today at pingdom.com slash analog. You'll get a 14-day free trial and you're be able to get 20% off your first invoice with the offer code analog. Let's imagine that you have a server and your server is contained in a house in the United Kingdom and it gets too <laughs> hot for your server and your server explodes. That would right? be bad. 
It takes your website down. You want to know about it. Pingdom can tell you. Pingdom, they monitor websites. They monitor servers. They can monitor any part of your website. So not just the whole thing. Let's say that your whole website stays up, but your e-commerce checkout just went down or the blog went down or your login function went down. Pingdom can monitor all of these little elements, and they do this by emulating visits to your site from over 70 global test servers. They check its availability as often as every minute from all these different places, right? So it's seeing you might only have it down in certain areas, but for some reason you want to know that, and this will let you know. Pingdom makes it possible to keep an eye on everything always without you needing to be constantly checking things. Pingdom manages it all for you. And that is what they are experts at. Just of the customers that Pingdom has, they detect around 13 million outages a month. Things on the web break all the time. So this is just Pingdom customers have that many outages, right? So imagine how it is for the entire web. Don't be a part of the entire web. Be a part of the Pingdom monitored web. All you need to do is give them the URL that you wish to monitor. They'll take care of the rest. When Pingdom detects an outage, you will be immediately alerted so you can fix the error before the downtime affects you. You don't want to be caught when someone wants to access your site and then they have to tweet at you to tell you that it's down. You don't want to be in that situation. You need Pingdom. Check it out today. Be the first to know when your website goes down. Go to pingdom.com slash analog for a 14-day free trial and use the code analog to get 20% off a checkout. Thank you, Pingdom. Excellent. We right. have a good we have a good double set of sponsors today. Pingdom and Linode. So Linode is our next sponsor, spoilers. <laughs> I just like that. I think they work quite well together, right? You've got the server and then you've got this one of the tools that monitor websites. I like that. Yep. Love cool. it. Speaking of things I love, uh somebody made a, an unbelievably adorable and wonderful video. So yes. this was Quinn, and what is her Twitter yep. handle? Aspiring Robot, which is Thank also you. the name of her uh, YouTube channel as well. Mm-hmm. So I was, I believe, asleep. I, think I was he came too. In, I think he came in like right after I'd put my phone or iPad down or whatever and, go, and had gone to bed. And so I see all this chatter. I believe I saw it on Slack first about the Relay alphabet and like people wondering what would happen for different letters and this and that. And I was very confused. And then I figure out, oh, it's because of this video that this person had made. And I was still kind of confused. And so I watched this video and, oh my God, what an adorably awesome video. I loved every second of it. Yeah. So Quinn, um, she basically had a camera pointing down at a table and she had made lots of little uh, pictures that she's printed out and she has an element of something to do with Relay FM, be it a host or a show or something related for each letter, which was an achievement. Yeah. Um, And also she had to come up with some tough decisions, (laughs) which was funny. Uh, So there were people ribbing her, like the material hosts, I I, I thought was really funny. They were ribbing her uh, because they didn't pick the the material for M, stuff like that, which is funny, right? right? Like I thought Mm -hmm. that stuff was all pretty funny and everyone was being uh, well-spirited with that, of course. Um, But uh, yeah, I thought it was an incredible job and the narration is so cool and everything about it is so heartwarming. And it was one of those things where I was like, holy shit, I have a great job. Uh, it's it it was so awesome and so funny and it was it was really nice for me particularly um because it just so happened that for the letter c she used me 
And then for D, she used Declan, and for E, she used Aaron, which was yep. which was hysterical. And, and there's kind of a story behind that uh, in a second. But what was even more awesome was at the very end, she did like a brief monologue about the video and what she was doing. And and um, and she had said, and I, I don't recall exactly how she phrased it, but in so many words, she said, yeah, and it probably looks super creepy that I'm printing out pictures of other people's families. So I promise I'm going to destroy them right after this, which I thought was so adorable. And I hope that doesn't come across dismissively because I don't mean it that way. Oh, my God. It was so great. I loved it. It, it was hysterical. But the part that I liked the most about that was she said, except this one, because she kind of liked it. And it was the my tweet from... Uh, my podcaster's tweet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that a lot because, yep. yeah, that is cool. And uh, this, I don't know, there was something about this where it was like, oh, man, like, I remember being this person. Yep, I do too. I absolutely do, do too. And, you know, the idea of, like, loving something so much that you want to create something that is just about the love you have for that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was done so fantastically and in such a like understated way. And it really just shows a love for the stuff that we make, which is amazing. And one of my very favorite things was um, watching conversations that people were having with Quinn. And she was saying about how what she loved about this is she was finding more people that enjoy Relay FM shows that she didn't know and mm-hmm. like she'd made some kind of online friendships it looked like, you know, because of this, uh, which I think is even better than anything else. So, Yeah, and uh, quick real-time follow-up. Uh, thank you to the chat room for uh, bringing this to our attention. It's Aspiring Robot FM is her, is her Twitter handle. Um, ah, thank you. Yep. Uh, so to go back, uh, the I think my favorite part, other than of course seeing myself because this is the self obsession episode, uh, my favorite part was the pew pew on the follow up. Uh, oh, even though, so good! Even right? though I think that's ridiculous, I thought it would like the whole the lasers and whatnot and um, and all the sound effects and and the well, the lasers is upgraded. This was more um, uh, connected and and whatnot. But anyway, it was hysterical. Um, and seeing everyone, like you said, get get comically upset about the choices she made in Slack was hysterical. Uh, so much about this was so good. And, you know, the thing of this is to do to do a a video or a creative work about other people's creative work and those people in, in, in and of themselves, it is so easy to really screw that up and make it awkward and uncomfortable, right? It's like you're driving on this teeny tiny road that's barely enough for your own car, barely wide enough for your own car, and there's a 400-foot cliff on either side. It is so easy to do this in a way that's really cheesy or lame or embarrassing, really. And, oh my goodness, did Quinn ever nail it. I loved this. Loved it, loved it, loved it. It was so nice of her to make. And, you know, earlier when I had said um, w- one of the biggest compliments you can pay a podcaster is saying that they sound good, that may be one of the biggest, but the biggest might actually be doing something like this. And that's not to say I'm trying to solicit it. I'm not. I'm really not. It, it, it It's just incredible to see someone take the energy and the time to think about this group of sort of kind of strangers 
and put all that together. It's just, it was so lovely and so wonderful. And some of the choices she made, like uh, Hurricane Zooey or however you pronounce it, uh, so good. So much of this was so great. And and I'm so glad she kept a little monologue in at the end because if it were me, I'd be I'd be tempted not to do that. Um, and I and I'm glad she she followed her own thoughts and, and kept it in because from start to finish, it's two minutes and twenty six seconds of just brilliance. I loved it. I also loved that the thumbnail um, is taken from the April Fools' two thousand and fourteen fifteen uh, two thousand and fifteen it would be. Um, show that Frank created edition. <laughs> so it's, in watch it's, edition. The, it's yeah, because it, well, that had basically just been announced. So it's the relay logo with gold around the outside. Mm-hmm. Now I think that she's using uh, a a wallpaper that Stephen created that I don't have a link for, but I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the original edition artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what it, it draws from, but uh, I, I really, really just that made me smile because uh, I love that. By the way, that that like gold artwork, the edition yep, yep. artwork that was oh. from the same year as the uh, listening. Oh yeah, Casey yeah. List final podcast that, that was tremendous, and so yep. many people thought that was real, which is the best part of it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. People, well, because it was the first time we'd done it, people kind of just didn't really consider it, and uh, yeah, it was funny. And I, I, it's one of my favorite things now to look forward to see what Frank might come up with for the next April Fools. Yeah, it's good, yep, it's good stuff. So I'll thank put you. A link to listening in the show notes as well because it's funny. It is good. Uh, so thank you again, Quinn. It, it was so very kind of yeah, you. Yeah, serious. Yeah, it was so very kind of you to spend your time when you could have been doing anything else in the world but this, just to put a smile on a bunch of people's faces. And uh, and so from the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate it. It was very kind of you, so thank you. Let's hope she listens to this show. Let's hope so. Uh, I believe it was A, though, wasn't it, in the video? Yeah, well, but it could have been an easy A, huh? Yeah, it could have been an easy A, but I'm going to believe. I'm going to hold out hope, and I'm going to believe that... Uh, <laughs> Because I could have sworn she said something about that at some point. I'm assuming that considering your entire family made a cameo, (laughs) she listens to Analog. Oh, that's right. So uh, it was funny because a brief story, which I probably told at some point long ago on the show, um, when we were trying to pick out names for for Sprout, we weren't sure where to begin. And my two brothers are Adam and Brady, and then I'm Casey, then Aaron, of course, and there was this obvious gap for D. And so... um, so we thought, well, we'll start with D's and we'll just narrow it down from there. And so we ended up with Declan. And so I believe at the end of the video, she had said something like, oh, and CD and E just worked out perfectly. And yeah, you're right. That's exactly why we ended up choosing uh, Declan as the name, uh, because because of that, just that that stretch, that, that straight, if you will, in poker terms of uh, letters. So uh, it was just funny to me that she had kind of reached the same conclusion that we did. So yeah, in summary, thank you so much, Quinn. It was so unbelievably uh, wonderful and nice of you uh, to, to put and that together. turns out she's been in the chat room all along. Oh, I didn't even notice. I've been, yeah. I've been, I've been gushing <laughs> so much. Yep. I, uh, my bad. So uh, hopefully you are thoroughly embarrassed at this point. Then uh, my... my my uh, mission in life is done because uh, that that's how you know you did something well is somebody else is talking about something you did and you're like super embarrassed about it because they're so effusive. So hopefully that's where you are right now. And I mean that in a good way. I have a compulsion, a problem. I think it's obvious by now. Yes. There's nothing I can do about it. You can never type out a tweet properly. Well, I mean, that's 
I mean, that's not entirely accurate. <laughs> uh, I'm just it's trolling. It's mostly accurate, but not entirely. No, um, I cannot stop making new podcasts. Yes, it's funny that you said to me, oh, just a few months ago, you know, I really think we should um, go to Fortnightly because <sighs> I just I got a lot on my plate. Yeah, but no, it was because I knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. So a lot of like the changes that I made were to give me some time to start new things. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of this year, I will be changing more stuff, right? So I'll be looking at everything that I do making more changes that enable me to do new things. That is my thing. Get Fill up my plate, get to the end of the year, calm some stuff down, and move on, right? So it was like I got rid of Inquisitive and Boo. restructured virtual, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm going to do that again at the end of this year. All right. So in other words, uh, this show is ending in December, kids. You heard it here first. <sighs> Why are you going to be like that? <laughs> So, you know, all kidding aside, so you can't Where stop else making... can I go to just talk about myself for an hour? <laughs> right? That's so true. And you and people I have no actually outlet. want to listen to it, oh, I think. God, we have the best listeners in the world. We really do. Yeah, we anyway. really do. All right, so tell me about, uh, you, you, are, you are beta testing a new show. If, if one could beta yes. test a podcast, it is what you are doing right now. Yeah, this was um, following on from what Stephen and Jason did with Liftoff. So the first episode of Liftoff was a Relay FM B-side, and it was episode number twelve. It was a it was a Relay FM B-side, and our B-sides is a combination of what Five by Five's After Dark was like, right? Like little bits of stuff that happened outside the shows, but also combined with specials. So things that like so we've done Q and A's there. We're probably going to do another Q and A for our anniversary. That and if we do that, we'll go there. Um, and we've done other little bits. Um, I did uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with Tiffany Armand. We put that in there. So it, it's just a place where like things that haven't got a home can go. Mm-hmm. So that's what goes in the B-Sides feed. And so we did um, a beta of a show that I've been working on along with Tiffany Armand and Adina Namsu, people may know from this show. She was a guest and also is uh, my loving and understanding partner. Uh, we've been working on this show for a while. Tiff suggested it, and it was great. This was a as a, a, a an option for a show for Adina and me to be a part of, but also you know, we're all friends, and it, it was a really good idea because me, Tiff, and Adina, we tend to have very strong opinions about things, but usually they're in opposition in some mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So the idea of I Love to Test, the show that will become in the future is we find a thing, we test it, and talk about it. Now, we didn't really explain it in the beta because we're still kind of trying to find out a little bit of what the show's going to be, but it's not going to be games and apps. There may be games and apps, but it also might be stuff like Airbnb, coffee, cookie recipes. Uh, it could be any weird little thing from Amazon, something uh, as seen on TV type thing. It could be anything. That's the idea. And we have, like, when we ask people what they'd like us to test, some people kind of worked out what the show was in a better way than I had explained it. Um, and we have, like, a laundry list of weird and wonderful things to test. <laughs> so that's kind of what the show is going to be. Now, we had planned to uh, work on this more seriously um, after I get back from my trip to Memphis um, in August because that was kind of just like a, I don't want to start anything new other than the things that I'm already doing until then. But we've all been playing Pokemon Go, like everybody else on the planet has been. 
Yep. Uh, so we decided this is actually like the perfect type of thing that we would want to talk about. Uh, so we decided to just go for it. So we now have this uh, this B-side out there. You can go and listen to it. It'll be in our show notes, but it's at relay.fm slash B hyphen sides slash 22. Uh, but it's also in our show notes uh, slash analog slash 85. So you can go and listen to that. I'd appreciate your feedback. Let me know what you think of the show. Uh, I think it's really fun. I think it's going to be a good one. So go check it out. I haven't had the time to listen to it, so I apologize. But I am I'm looking forward to it. All the great shows exist, so I'm, I'm not surprised you haven't had the time yet. It's, it's true. Oh, my goodness. That's why, true. like, we're probably only going to do, like, one a month when the show does exist. Yeah, I think that's smart, especially if you really are spending the time to properly test it. Like, yeah. I, I would assume the show is at least in part tongue-in-cheek and is at least in part just you three fighting about everything. But um, if you're going to give anything an honest go, you need some time to do that, regardless of what it may be. So I think once a month sounds great. Yeah, it's it's we are going to make sure that like whilst it is a fun show that we will be thoroughly testing all the things mm-hmm. so like some stuff we might have to live with it right it might have to be a product that we bring into our home and use mm-hmm. so you know th- that's the idea of giving it the time to test but also like was fortnightly doing fortnightly shows help me do more stuff doing monthly shows will help me do more stuff as well and it's all just in the, like i know there are too many podcasts i know that but I just like to make things. And usually, it's new ideas, right? There's a new idea someone has. I think it's a great one. So I just go and do it. And I think it's fun. People might listen to it. People might not be able to listen to it. It's totally fine. I don't mind. I really wish that you would. But if you can't, it's no problem. But I'm just going to keep making stuff. And we're going to keep adjusting schedules. And I'm going to keep like starting new shows, ending old shows forever. Because that's just who I am. I can't help it. Fair enough. In that vein, the ring post is now available and live on the incomparable Hooray! Since the last time this is finally finally i think this show's been in development for like three months or something it's finally out um by this time this goes out two episodes will be up um so it's out there if you want to go and listen to it it is my new wrestling show on the incomparable it's great but i wanted to mention some stuff that is on the periphery of it that i, I wanted to get out this is a lot more work than anything else that I've done in a while because it is a weekly show, multiple guests, multiple recordings I'm doing over different days. Like it is a, a big project, but it's something that I am absolutely loving because I'm finally getting to talk about something, this thing, this other thing that I love with people that also love it. And I am absolutely loving the slack that we have. So we have an open Slack. Anyone can oh, join the Ring Post okay. Slack. Um, I talk about it in the show. All you need to do is DM me an email address. Um, all I you know, And I will just add you to the Slack. It's as simple as that. Started off with just a few people. Then I added a few more people. Then I was like, screw it. It's open. Um, and I'm seeing what happens here. Now, the reason I mention this is because we've spoken about this on the show before, right? Like all the problems of doing something like this. The reason I'm doing this is I know it's going to be small. If the show takes off, I'm going to close the Slack. Like, it's not going to be open to everyone mm-hmm. because it might get too big. But right now, there's about 20, 25 people in there. And all we do is talk about wrestling. So this uh, is like your I've dream ins- come true. Yeah, I've instituted some little ground rules about some things that I want people to talk about and, like, and things I don't want people to talk about, things, topics and uh, themes that I don't want discussed because I want it to be uh, inclusive to all scenario. 
right, for everyone, men and women. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't want people talking about the attractiveness of men and women mm-hmm. in, in there. It's just my own personal thing. So we're working through how to make that the best for everyone. Um, but right now, today, the Ring Post Slack is my favorite place on the internet because I get to go there and talk about wrestling with wrestling fans. And I've I've never been able to do this before. That's really awesome. That, that's so super exciting. I am just thrilled with it. Like, obviously, all my friends are in the Relay FM Slack, and it's always going to be the way. But with the Relay FM Slack, there's also work happening in there. Yep. In the Ring Post Slack, the only work is what day are we recording? <laughs> like, uh, I might ask with like Henry or Dave or one of my brothers or someone like whoever I'm recording with. Um. But this, and when I say brothers, I don't mean like my homies. I mean like my actual <laughs> blood brothers. Uh, that we are, they're going to be a part of the ring post as well. Is that but super like, scary or exciting? Both. I'm excited about it. I'm sure they're terrified about it. Mm-hmm. Episode two, which again should be out, will be featuring my younger brother. Excellent. We're recording in a couple of days' time. As I'm recording this, uh, he, I don't think he's feeling very good. <laughs> about this i think he's nervous but it's fine I, i'm a professional uh but what i like about it is especially when live shows are happening because there's like a bunch of us all in there and just commenting on what's going on and it's so much fun and it's making for me watching wrestling more fun well that that's really awesome because i mean I, you already loved it as as it was and now it's getting even better Oh yeah, because I have a community of people now that I can that I can enjoy it with, which I've not had before. Like it's been my brothers, but that's it. But it's just been the three of us. But now I'm like I'm making new friends, and like the custom Slack emoji that we have is amazing. Like it's really funny. Like we put loads of random wrestling things in there. Like it's great. And the reason that I'm happy to do this whilst I'm not happy and remain not comfortable in having a Relay FM Slack is this ring post Slack, it only affects me, right? Mm-hmm. If something happens that's not great in there, like it's something I have to deal with, it's not affiliated to the company that I own and it's not affiliated to the incomparable either. Like this is like how the Pen Addict Slack is. The Pen Addict Slack is Brad's Slack. Mm-hmm. If something goes on in there, it has nothing to do with me it has nothing to do with the podcast. It is completely around Brad's thing. Like, because the ring post is my creation. It's my brand that I have made. And there is a podcast that lives on the incomparable. Eventually, at some point in the future, I might have a blog that goes along with it. Like, I've thought about this, right? But right now, the podcast lives on the incomparable. But the Slack is like a thing that I do, which is unaffiliated. And also, like, I'm the only host. Like, I'm the only fixed host. I have a bunch of co-hosts. They're in there. But it's like, it, it isn't you and John and Marco and Russell and Yasmin and Bree. Like, I haven't got to impose as a business owner this thing onto you, mm-hmm. right? Which is one of the biggest problems that I have with a Relay FM public Slack or a Relay FM member Slack is asking everyone that's involved or saying to everyone that's involved, like, there's this other thing that you have to think about now, so... You know, that's this. This is why the the ring post slack is something that I like doing. It's something that's working for me. I'm happy with it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm really happy for you as well. Uh, I 
probably will not listen to that show, to be honest with you, because I personally do not you have... shouldn't. I, have, I don't have any particular interest in... Uh, I've had a few people say to me, like, oh, I can tell that you're really excited about this. Maybe I'll, I'll try and learn a bit about wrestling. This is not a show for people to learn about wrestling. Like, I'm talking about, like, what is happening right now. It's like if you wanted to learn about programming and started listening to ATP. Well, that's not going to help you, mm-hmm. right? You cannot learn programming by listening to ATP because it's conversation about programming things that are happening now by people that understand it already. Sure. So, yeah. Well, uh, just congrats again. Uh, I'm really stoked for you. And and this is weekly, you said, or no? Currently, it's weekly. Okay. Now, I'm not fixed this. It might change, but but right now it's weekly. For the same reasons that our tech podcasts are weekly, is that there are things happening every single week, sure. even more so than the tech shows, because there are like three television shows that happen every week. And even if they're boring, there's always something to discuss because you are definitely getting those three shows every single week. Gotcha. And then some peripheral shows as well. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan, Casey Liss. <laughs> well, I'm excited for you, my friend. And would you mind just very briefly recapping why Incomparable and not Relay, just in a couple of sentences? Uh, the WWE is episodic television programming. Mm-hmm. So re- like previously I'd said stuff like, it just didn't fit for me, blah, 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 blah. But like the, I've ended up distilling it down to, it is a TV show. Mm-hmm. TV shows live on the incomparable. Okay, that's fair. I so, mean, like, I... we have this kind of really great working relationship with Jason and the incomparable, of course. So, like, where are Jason's tech shows? They're on Relay FM. Sure. So, where's my pop culture show? The incomparable. Would you consider the incomparable a sister network then? Oh, without shadow of a doubt. Yeah. I mean, I certainly oh, do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, definitely. Like, it's not even some. I mean. These days, like all the hosts crossover, like you know, they're, they're exactly in, in a lot of them. Like the crossover of hosts, the Venn diagram would look amazing. <laughs> if anybody ever wants to make that Venn diagram, by the way, that would be so cool. Um, but yeah, I 100% see the our networks completely related, as as Quinn says in the Relay FM alphabet. Uh, what is it? Relay FM adjacent? Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> that even even led to, I think, Jason tweeting from the incomparable account that he, he considers Relay FM incomparable adjacent. Right, right, right. Uh, also, goodness. I like how adjacent sounds like adjacent, and that is even more funny to me. <laughs> it's incomparable adjacent. Oh, goodness. So ridiculous. All right. This episode is also brought to you by Linode, a combination of high performance ssd linux servers spread across eight data centers around the world makes linode a fantastic solution for your server infrastructure you can get a server up and running in just under a minute with plans starting at just ten dollars a month which will now get you two gigabytes of ram for those ten dollars which is amazing you'll be able to choose your resources your linux distro and node location right from the manager tool and once you're up and running you can easily deploy boot and resize your virtual server with just a few clicks. Linode is great for tasks like running a private Git server, hosting large databases, running a mail server, operating powerful applications, and so much more. With industry-leading native SSD storage and access to a 40 gigabit network, you'll have all the power you need to get your tasks done 
As a listener of this show, if you sign up at linode.com slash analog, you'll not only be supporting this show, but you'll also get $20 towards any Linode plan. And with a seven-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose. So go to linode.com slash analog to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. Or use the promo code analog20, analog20 at checkout to also get that lovely credit. Thank you so much to Linode for their support of this show. Excellent. So I wanted to mention something about the UL conference. Okay. So um, I mentioned XOXO a little earlier on. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be going to XOXO this year because it just I don't know if it's going to work out for me uh, timing with all the house stuff, which I don't want to talk about today. I have nothing new to say except complain about how slow getting paperwork is. Yep. That's all I have to say about that. Um but XOXO is like in the middle of September. I hope that we are like deep in the process then. Um, so I don't know right now if that is going to be a good move for me. Yeah, uh, it's probably okay to say this. I the 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 kind of the what do you call it? The lottery went out today. Both me and Adina both got accepted. Um, we have forty eight hours to decide if we're buying tickets. Adina said like she's like ninety five percent sure she's not doing it. So it will be very unlikely for me to do it. I'm, like, very sure that I that I won't be, unfortunately. Which makes me sad, because I do want to go, but it, I, it just doesn't really work out for my timeline this year. But one conference that I am going to is all... Um, we have tickets. I, me and Adina bought a ticket. We were able to get in on, a, on an early kind of sale of tickets... We're both going, uh, mainly because after she saw the hotel last time, she was like, you're taking me there. <laughs> uh, and they are doing it at the same incredible hotel, um, which was called the Europe, which was just absolutely fantastic. I love all, and, and I can't wait to be going back there. There was just something that I wanted to mention, because it's slightly different, and I was talking to Derma at WWDC about this, um, and I wanted to bring it up, because I think it's kind of cool, that all are doing something different for their speakers this year and that they're doing an open call so anyone can apply. And they're doing this because they want to try and find new voices um, on the conference circuit. Now, as a conference attendee, I like this. The idea of a conference going out there and trying to find people that you don't normally see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I mean, somebody, I think it was Schwa on Twitter, tweeted recently something like, oh, man, I'm sorry I'm missing out on a tech conference where you can hear the same six people t- tell the same six stories for the 900th time. And, you know, he was being snarky, but there's some amount of truth to that, right? That yeah. that the people who talk at tech conferences, because it's such a scary and, and difficult thing to do, you tend to get the same handful of people that speak everywhere and so i i love and i hope that this works out well that ul is is trying to reach out to people that maybe wouldn't have felt cool enough or 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 whatever in order to to try to find new listeners i think it's great and i'm jealous because i really want to go to ul but the timing could not possibly be worse for my family in the same way that xoxo couldn't be worse for yours yeah that's it really sucks plus it's the long way you know it's, mm-hmm. it is in ireland i don't know if i mentioned that before but it's in ireland <laughs> i'll tell you what i like as well these talks that they're doing um no slides just a spotlight on a stage that's brave yeah i'm sure you got speaker notes right but there are no slides and 
as somebody who's given a talk, I know that the comedy can come from the slides, but having to come up with a talk and also slides to accompany that talk, it's a lot of work. Yep. And only having to do half of those things might be nicer. I don't know. Um, they're also doing these interactive events, uh, interactive elements that they do these presentations, like feature presentations they could. People can apply for those. Um, and they are taking all these submissions anonymously. They only see contact details of the people. Like they don't get any other information. So I don't know. I wanted to mention this partly because I thought there might be people in our audience that might want to actually apply. Like if you get accepted, like there's, I think they pay for an amount of airfare, that kind of thing. But it's only open to the end of July. So if you are interested, you want to get cracking. I'll put a link in the show notes to their submission stuff. I just wanted to bring it up because I thought it was one, it was kind of different. Two, I am going to this one. Uh, and three, I just thought that it might be kind of cool to hear new people. And I guess if I'm going to go for a four, which I wasn't existing, thinking of, in a kind of a selfish way, uh, I want there to be really cool people yeah. <laughs> talking at all. Uh, because this is the thing. Right? One of the things, like the flip side is, usually you might pick a conference because of the speaker list, right? Like you see the speaker list and you're like, oh, yeah, I really want to see all those people talk for X or Y reason because I'm a big fan of their work, blah, 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 blah. But if that's not going to be the case, I want it to be people that are, like if it's people I don't know, I want it to be people that are like picked purely because they have an interesting thing to say, not because I just don't know who they are, but everybody else does. Sure. You know, like that. I'm just not like I've been to conferences that aren't necessarily my thing, but everyone else at the conference knows who this person is on stage, but I have no idea. That's not exciting to me. Like I've I've been to some design conferences and stuff, and like someone gets on stage, everyone goes crazy. Like I have no idea who this person is, and the talk <laughs> is fine, but like ever, they're there because everybody knows them. I like the idea of people being on stage. Nobody knows who they are, but they're there because thing that they have to say is interesting yeah there were a couple speakers at layers this past uh june where i either didn't know them at all or i was you know pass i I was aware of them in passing and some of those conference or some of those speakers rather were tremendous like they were great and so this is yet another reason why ool is one of the best conferences in the world and i can say that never having gone it's just i have to hear about how amazing it is from all the people who do go every year and just get jealous and jealous and more jealous and more jealous every year. And so uh, I'm not looking forward to hearing about it again this year because I'm sure it's going to be great. Yep, I will have a report for you. It's in October. (sighs) All right, you need to finish the job. Finish what job? You tweeted a picture. Actually, friend of the show, Mr. John Voorhees, he sent me this because I hadn't yet seen it. I was behind on my Twitter. And he was like, look closely at this photo. Mm -hmm. So it's a picture that you tweeted. It is your iPad. Mm -hmm. And on your iPad are three stickers. Mm -hmm. There is a Steven sticker, a Mike sticker, and a Federico sticker. Yep. And they are on your iPad, but they're not stuck to your iPad. That's correct. I'm not an animal. They are just resting on it. Mm -hmm. You need to stick them on. Nope. Why? Actually, you need to buy a bigger iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then stick them on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't believe that you haven't bought that Pro Yak. You just, you sounded like you were so sure on it at WWDC. I really want to, but I like my Mini. I, I love my Mini. And I just can't justify spending the money on it because the Mini is brand new from Christmas. I just can't do it. Um, so 
Multipad. Duh, stop. Stop. Multipad life, man. Hashtag Mike was wrong. Um, so uh, I've been struggling. This is a safe. This is a safe place. I'm going to tell a little secret. I kind of, kind of want to stick those stickers not on the iPad, but I want to put them on the iMac, right on the bottom, right Ooh. adjacent to the Apple logo. You know that Ooh. lip that's on the bottom. They would be perfect there. Ooh, I kinda, wow! I kind of want to. I that's bold, my friend. I, I haven't think, even done that. I've thought about it. Yeah, see, I right? don't think I, I can thought do it. about putting stickers on that area, but I've not done it. You know exactly what I, I'm talking about on that chin down there, adjacent to the yeah, Apple yeah. logo. <sighs> I've considered it a bunch of times. I was going to do it with those Connect stickers, mm-hmm. uh, but I haven't done it yet. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, I gotta say, man, if you do that, oh, the 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 pride that I will have. Yeah, I can. I mean, you. I can see it, right? I can see the analog. Um, the squarish analog, rounded rect analog one, that's the same size yeah. as these, on, on the left-hand side. Maybe that circle ATP sticker adjacent to that. It is the biggest sticker in the world. It is, so, so it would probably look a little weird. But, you know, I'm just, this is just a, I don't know if I should say fantasy, but it's a, it's a thought process. Um, then the Apple logo, of course. Then adjacent to that, and probably, I don't even know how I would do the ordering on the three of them. I chose this ordering because I felt like, it was the safest bet to put Steven first, to put you in the middle. So you're you're not first, but you're also kind of the center of my world. And, you know, put put Federico on the end, kind of bringing up the rear. It's also geographically uh, west-east, um, exactly how you guys live. So anyway, uh, I don't know how I would put the layout on the right-hand chin of the iMac, but I feel like it would look good. I just... I can't bring myself to do it because God forbid. Well, A, I really love these stickers and I kind of don't want them to go away because eventually the iMac will go away, perhaps sooner than I think. So. It's going to go to the Genius Bar yeah, soon, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had heard it wasn't the RAM. It's not the RAM. I think. It's not the RAM. So anyway. Oh, wait, no, wait, no. God, <laughs> scratch that. We're going to have to edit that. And I know you're not going to edit that. You're not going to edit it because you're a jerk. And so it, it is the RAM. It is the RAM. It is it absolutely is the, RAM. the RAM. So anyway. 100% the RAM. It's 150% the RAM. So in any case, um, the point is, uh, at some point, whether or not it's the RAM, whether or not it's it, you know, this, this computer will not last forever. I freaking love these stickers. I really don't want to stick them to something and lose them. And so I, I'm not sticking them on any device because I don't want to lose them. I'm not sticking them on any, on any device because I feel like that does kind of tarnish the device. I understand why you do it even better now that I see these beautiful stickers than, than perhaps in the past. But I just I can't bring myself to do it. I can't. I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> 